What is going on, everybody? Tori McElhaney, Taryn Walk, and Scotty Miller here for the Falcons in Focus podcast brought to you by Ticketmaster. Now, before we get into the nitty-gritty of this entire interview, it's going to be fun, Taryn. I have some special plans for this one. Uh, gotta gotta give a shout out to to Ticketmaster as the official ticket marketplace of the Falcons and the NFL. Ticketmaster has a wide selection of tickets available for every game. Whether you're cheering on the Falcons at home or away, Ticketmaster has you covered. Download the Ticketmaster app or find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com/Falcons. That's Ticketmaster.com/Falcons. Okay, Scotty. Whoa. This is the. Did you breathe in that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, here we go, Scotty. I, Taryn, and I were talking, and we're trying to figure out ways to make this intro a little bit more fun than what it normally is. Normally, we just hop right in, really start with some hard hitting questions. But today, we're actually going to start out with something a little different. With for you, it's a new game we're calling "Explain Yourself," and it, basically, we have compiled five stories about you that we need to know the backstories of, and we also need to know, like, I don't know, just just what about these things you enjoy or the truth in some of these stories. So we, we have we're a wide selection of stories. Okay. So are you ready? Yeah, a little nervous. Okay. Little nervous. He's like, I don't want to be well, here anymore. Uh, just to put you a little bit at ease, Taryn, tell Scotty and also the viewers, the listeners, kind of where some of these fun facts came from. Well, we've talked about this before, being from the same area in Illinois. So it's a small world because my neighbor in Cary, Illinois, was Scotty's high school football coach, or at least one of them, Dan Young, at Barrington High School. So like, I didn't go to Barrington. I went to Cary Grove, but you went to Barrington. Mm-hmm. And so being able to make those ties and connect over mm-hmm. to these small suburbs of <laughs> Illinois was really funny. <laughs> like, I lifeguarded at your public pool, the Barrington Park District. Like, if I, ever, <laughs> if I ever whistled at you to walk, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> like stressed me out out there. That's so funny. Um, and so I was able to text his daughter Lindsay, who sold you your first house too here in Atlanta. Oh, wow. So really small world. And I was like, we're doing a podcast today with Scotty. What are some things I should know? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know anything? Ask your dad. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. So the first one, I actually did know this about you because we did this whole video series over the summer with a, a couple of you players and. Um, it was a ping pong tournament. Mm-hmm. And for years, I will say for years, Young Waiku has been the the king of ping pong. They have a ping pong table down in the locker room. It's always Young Wei on top. However, you actually gave Young Wei a run, a run for, for his money. Mm-hmm. So the question is, we know you're good at ping pong, but what's the origin story of how you got into ping pong and kind of what tips and tricks you have? Yeah, well, this yeah, this story is definitely true. Uh, ping pong is <laughs> probably my best sport. Football is maybe two or three <laughs> under that. But uh, I grew up with a ping pong table in my basement. Uh, so really I would go down there and play my dad all the time, and he would never let me win. Um, no matter how young I was, he always beat up on me. But then always made me want to come back and get better. Just We kept playing all night, all night. And then finally, when I was maybe 10, 11, 12 years old, I beat him. Wow. And I haven't looked back since. Um and then I just, I, when I got to college, I got a table at my house. We had a table at the facility, and I would just play all the time. Dedication yeah. to the pong. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, work very hard at my ping pong game. Who's so. uh, the toughest competitor uh, that you've faced in, in the old pong? Koo uh, is probably the best dude I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, like you said, he's ran 
ran things around here for a long yes. time. I'm happy I've kind of been able to give him a challenge. I think I beat him in that little series you downstairs. Did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we play in the, lock, in the locker room a bunch. He's unbelievable. Uh, we go back and forth, um, but it's been a lot of fun playing with him. Who's someone on this team who thinks they're really good or mm. maybe talks a big game that they're really good at ping pong, Ooh, but that's then a good, that's a good question. then you face them and it's like, yo. You're going to be challenged by whoever you say, too. Well, yeah, that's okay. There's a couple <laughs> of those. We call it the, the, the junior varsity. Okay. <laughs> the spokesperson for the junior varsity may be Jesse Bates. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, he's one that probably thinks he's on varsity, but, you know, sometimes when, when you know, me or Kua play him, we'll, we'll let it, you right. know, keep him close. Yeah. And then beat him at the end. There you go. Avery Williams, another one, Kyle Pitts, you know, that whole lump of guys yeah. is probably in that junior varsity. The JV. Did yeah. you ever beat your dad? Did you ever get around to it? I did. I did, yeah. When I was, yeah, early teens maybe, beat him. Haven't looked back since. I don't know if he <laughs> – now when I play him, he doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> that's great. Okay, that's the first one. Second one – Taryn, you take this one because I'm really – it's. do you know which one I'm talking about? The, the one that one? The, the, no, the one that you really fought to oh, keep in here. I wanted to keep this one in here because yeah. your mom did an interview with 365 <laughs> Barrington. It was online. Okay. And in it she said if you didn't want to be a professional football player, you wanted to be a knight at medieval times. Oh, like going back in time. Yeah. Are we talking about the one I off around 14? Yeah, right off the highway to the right. big castle. Yep. Wait, well, what? There's a place? Oh, it's a castle. I thought you meant like going back in time and like, oh, that's he wants like, oh, no. no. You never heard of medieval no. times? No, no. <laughs> no, that's why it's so amazing because you is like sit everywhere? on the ground. Apparently not. <laughs> what is no, this? It's a castle and it's like right off one of the main highways and it's a My restaurant mom. where you eat like with your hands or you sit on the floor. I never went, but I always wanted to go. I Wait. Can't you found that. That's, that's crazy. But that, that is true. <laughs> I, I haven't gone in so long, but that, when I was really little, I went and I loved it. It was like my favorite thing for my birthday. I'm like, it's going to medieval time. It's like you watch people, they like joust, they put on a whole event. It's like back in time. It's a thing. It's a restaurant? Yeah. Like, it's like bigger than a restaurant. It's okay. like a whole, like you got to pay for the whole experience. Oh. Like oh. you're sitting there and watching the watching them put on a, an event. So you sit on the floor, like on pillows? I think so. It's like you eat like you're in the medieval yeah. times. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so, <laughs> you were not reacting earlier when I said this, and you were like, yeah. "Well, that's what she was no, like." This is a big deal. No, she yeah. told me she was like, "Oh, this is really funny. We should definitely ask about this." And I'm like, "Why?" I was like, "It's just <laughs> a kid like wanting to be a knight." I was like, "I'm pretty sure he has sisters. Like maybe his oh, sisters wanted to like, work at a restaurant." <laughs> If football didn't work out, I'd maybe you know, run, on the, run on my horse with the joystick. This is amazing. It's, it's like a- in Shrek, and I think the first Shrek, they go to Lo- he goes to Lord Farquaad's little castle, and it's kind of like that. It's, it's Shrek, but in real life. <laughs> it is Shrek, but R.I.L. I was not expecting that. I'm glad that we kept that in because that was not at all what I thought that was going to be. Okay, so... Yes, if football doesn't work out, you know where to find yeah. Scotty. You can still go work at Medieval yeah. Times. I'm kind of disappointed it's only back home. I thought maybe I get to stay down here in Florida. I don't know. Do Are it. they national? Know. Honestly, you this have no sounds, idea what it is. So. Well, this sounds like something that probably is like in Pigeon Forge or like Gatlinburg, Tennessee. That's, this sounds like something that's on that strip there. So I also wouldn't I'll be surprised keep, if it was only off Route 14. Yeah. Okay. Because it's hidden in the be. woods, too. If yeah. anyone listening has ever been to Medieval Times, let us know where and if it's still open, because Scotty will make, make sure and be there. Everybody <laughs> listening? Okay. This is fun fact number three, since we now have established the mid-a, mid-a, Medieval <laughs> Times. This one's actually really interesting, and this was one that Taryn got. And you can. This was via Lindsay. Yeah, that you, you you can 
say whether or not this is right or wrong because I'm, I'm really curious. So you supposedly ran unattached in a track meet at Ohio State in college and your Bowling Green coaches had no idea that you did this. It is this true or is this false? That's no, false. False? Okay. 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 Did you ever run in a track meet at Ohio State? I wish I did. I never did. I played at Ohio State in football, and we lost by about seventy. But there you go. Uh, <laughs> Not no, great. I wanted. I really wanted to run track in college. Yeah, it was something I was very passionate about in high school. The only, the biggest offer I got for football was Bowling Green. They didn't have a track team, so I haven't run since the state meet my senior year. Dang. I'd love to run again, even maybe now, but yeah. I have not since high school. Wow. I think we saw that state meet video, though, because you just came out of nowhere and passed everyone. Yeah, that was yeah. about my the last race I ever ran. Like you put so it I, all out there. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. for I did. people who haven't seen, just, like, Google Scotty Miller and just put, like, Scotty Miller track because that video will pop up, and it's wild. It's like the other guy was running backwards. backwards. <laughs> it's really cool. How did you – did you run track, like, I guess – through middle school and high school? Was it something that you kind of just fell into and really loved, or was it something you just did to kind of stay in shape for, for football? Yeah, I think speed is something like, is one thing that's really hard to, to work for and get better at. Yeah. It's something I was just blessed with. Um, and there's things you can do in track to maybe marginally get a little bit better. Um, but I think I went out like my sophomore year, my coach, Coach Kuklinski, um, he was one of my football coaches. He's like, you're, he was the head track coach. He's like, you're running track this year. Yeah. And I ran and made it downstate my sophomore year and then just kept, like, building every year off of it um, and just ended up loving it. I mean, I was one of the faster guys in Illinois, and how could he love not just running, winning, right, and yeah. having fun? So Won a lot of medals, like, what, seven different medals in high school? Is it more than that? At the state meet, something, yeah. something like that, yeah. yeah relays and 100 200 as but. someone who is not fast my dad said i'm like a wind-up toy that i have to like go backwards before i can go forward <laughs> so funny. i always appreciate like speed and other people i'm the snail in the race <laughs> yeah. <and> steady <laughs> we'll get there eventually all right taryn next one what do you got mario andretti right yeah you met mario andretti there's video proof of this one so yeah, no, yeah we know this, this is true it's <laughs> true and you got to ride in an indy car i did that was really cool uh after when i was with tampa bay we won the super bowl um, and then they hit me up in the off season and asked me to, to ride in his car with him. And I wasn't, I wasn't even like a big, I didn't follow NASCAR, IndyCar racing, whatever, you know, all that is. But I kind of, once they told me about it, I looked into it and he's obviously a legend. Mm -hmm. So it was a really cool experience just to kind of spend the whole day with them and their team and then get to ride in the first lap with him. I'm not gonna lie. I was terrified. Really? I, th I don't know how, I think we were going like close to 200 or something. And, and then like the G forces. Yeah. How bad were they? It was crazy. Like yeah, it's and he's not necessarily a young guy, so I'm like, you sure you you don't want me to drive? <laughs> sure he good, bro. Did you drive that? They're like <laughs> no, I don't think so. He's like yeah, okay. they're tiny. You're getting tossed around in the back. Yeah. It's, it was. Wild. The car literally looks like a video game controller more oh, so than cool. a steering wheel. And yeah, because I only know NASCAR. I don't. Yeah, know. and it's yeah. tight in there. I mean, I was probably one of the bigger guys to be in one of those little cars. So it was. <laughs> It was a crazy experience, really cool, something I'll definitely never forget. That's I'm cool. very jealous of that. I've done like the hot lap through NASCAR, but never okay. IndyCar. Yeah. Mm. It's I want to do that. Yeah. It's They're awesome. so different. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. That's absolutely. fun. So, last one, and I'm glad that you brought up the Super Bowl because you went on Pat, Ma Pat McAfee um, way back when. Yeah, before he started w like wearing the cutoff sleeveless <laughs> tank tops there um, were sleeves there were sleeves yeah <laughs> but you were talking about the um super bowl post super bowl win festivities and you told this story about how you may or may not jury still out have dropped chris godwin's phone in the water 
is this a true story or it, or is it one of those stories that there's a little bit of truth in there? Well, I, there's a little bit of fuzziness because okay. of the festi- festivities, festivities that are going on too much on soda. the boat. Right, yeah. Too much soda pop. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I don't recall ever being the one to drop the phone. There's a lot of controversy <laughs> going on there. Uh, I don't <laughs> recall being the one to drop the phone in the water, but it actually ended up going viral. A lot of people were talking about it. I think Verizon sent him a couple new phones. Which oh, is, my ended up working out. I didn't get yeah. anything, of course. Well, they yeah. cut off uh, your service. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I had like, to switch to T-Mobile. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I mean, there was a lot of wild shenanigans happening that day. We all watched it. I mean, I think it's different, too, because we all watched that day. Out of jealousy. Out of jealousy, probably. <laughs> I wanted to be in that party. <laughs> yeah. It was out, an awesome party. I mean, and we're watching it through the TV, and it looks out of this world fun. Yeah. And I know memory's probably fuzzy. Tequila Tom made an appearance, yeah, but he sure did. so what do you remember about that day and maybe what was like your favorite part of that day? Um yeah, it was pretty cool. We had, there was a couple of big boats that most guys were on. We happened to get like a smaller yacht that some dude named Bennett in Tampa had. Just some dude named Bennett. Shout out Bennett. Shout out Bennett. <laughs> he, he hooked it up, but our boat had like we had Gronk so any boat that okay. has Rob on it yeah. is going to be a fun boat. <laughs> uh, so we'd like him, Chris, Mike, um, Cam Braid, a bunch of guys. He was the one that ended up catching the trophy when Tom threw it to our boat. I was right behind him. Like, <laughs> I might have dropped that as well the <laughs> with, the, with the phone. Um, but probably just like going down the, the bay and the, the strip mm-hmm. and just seeing like thousands of people. Yeah. And just everybody going crazy and us just dancing and doing who knows what when we had the trophy. We're just like holding the tro- holding the Super Bowl trophy <laughs> up like it's nothing, tossing it around. So just and it was awesome. And I think parades, that's the way to do a parade oh. rather than on the street. Well, I think everything is better on the water. Ability, yeah, yeah. I agree. So. <laughs> yeah, boat parade, greater than regular parade for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to ask about the, the whole throwing of the Lombardi oh. trophy? So you said you were – wait. Behind Bradley threw just a beer. Oh yes, soda. Bradley. Bradley. We talked was to there. Bradley Pinion about okay. his time there during yeah. the parade too, and how he got caught on camera chucking Did he? a soda can. Not soda. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not soda. Really, really far. Yeah. I was like, dang, we didn't know you had an arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of from boat to boat beverages going back and forth, trophies, <laughs> trophies, all the things. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but we can't talk about like your life without talking about the Super Bowl and I think for every football player not just like at in the NFL level but I mean the playing not only like winning a Super Bowl but like playing in a Super Bowl is such a dream of so many people and you got to do that and you in in your second year in the league what was that experience like for you as you kind of like look back on it I guess like what did it feel like in the moment and now here you are years later what's what does it feel how does it feel different for you yeah in the moment everything just is going by so fast so you Mm -hmm. can't really appreciate those moments and kind of everything you try to but you can't really you're just going from game to game um and our our journey was crazy we were a wild card team Mm -hmm. we went on the road to washington the first game heineke was actually the this it was like his coming out party played really well almost (laughs) knocked us out they were like a play short to to end in our season right there and then we went to new orleans beat them at their place. Then we went to Green Bay, beat them at their place, and then the Super Bowl was at our place. So it was just a, a crazy journey, but hard to appreciate it because there was so much going on. We were just fighting so hard to stay in it. Yeah. Um, but then now to look back on like all those memories, like we talk about the parade and just remembering back to that game in our own stadium, like the confetti falling down on us. Um, 
and just those are moments you dream about as a kid and you watch you know all these guys growing up every year playing the super bowl then it's you mm-hmm. um so just super grateful like you said second year in the league yeah to be able to experience that you know i was fortunate to play with a lot of great players we had a great team a bunch of great two dudes too that i'm still very close with um so just memories that i'll cherish forever where's your super bowl ring well, I don't know if I want to get too. <laughs> I don't know. You don't, I, you don't have to tell us exactly where. It's, it's, it's in it's, a safe place. It's in a box. safe place somewhere. You know, I don't want to get too specific <laughs> on where it is. Okay. Okay. Right now. Right now. Okay. One day, you'll yeah. just, it'll just show up in the facility. You'll walk by our offices. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, it may. See if I tell you. you know, I never right. Know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all good. <laughs> so that I, I'm glad that you talked about like the lead up to the Super Bowl because. One of the, the coolest moments was in Green Bay and your touchdown in Green Bay. Um, I believe it was your mom, another interview with your mom, and, and she was kind of <laughs> talking about how there's some there's like a ritual or something that you and your dad do that involves like something with an X on your arms or like doing some, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but apparently after you scored the touchdown, you were on the sideline like looking for them, and mm-hmm. she was joking that they were in the last row mm-hmm. of Lambeau Field, and she said that your dad was like so excited that he was about to fall off the yeah. back of Lambeau. What, take me into that moment. Also, what's this ritual that you and your dad do? Uh, or celebration, I guess, yeah. is the better word. Ritual well, sounds a little sketchy. It does, it does. Yeah. Oh, celebration. celebration. That's well, a better word. Yeah, my dad is always, ever since high school, he's been like a crazy supporter of mine and mm-hmm. just really passionate about the game of football and I've always like been able to hear him in the stands in high school and he always, his thing is like let's you know let's go let's he like loves saying <laughs> let's go um and then we grew up cowboy fans um so Des Bryant used to always do oh, this oh okay and that as makes a receiver sense. I just used to love Des Bryant so like we would always just do this I see him up in the stands he's always like let's go like this <laughs> and like that and I'll do it back to him so that that's pretty much the origin of that um and then with that game yeah as you know kind of like for the players away games are the tickets they usually give us are up in the nosebleeds right so no different nfc championship my parents were like top row top deck in lambeau <laughs> and it's also special i'm from illinois so i'm kind of very familiar with lambeau field mm-hmm. um and kind of the rivalry with the bears but just how historic the that stadium is and the packers mm-hmm. um but just to have that moment was unbelievable and you know those are moments you dream of to make those plays I consider myself, you know, a deep threat vertical receiver. So to be able to make that play in that game, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like you said, I was looking up for my. I always, I always look up for my, for my family, yeah. my wife, my parents, see where they're all at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember looking up for them right after that. It was right before halftime, um, and just seeing them going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't need a binoculars. Right? Pretty yeah, it's hard to see. I think you can barely see them. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty cool. It's such a cool and I. You know, I you have to give credit where credit is due. I know this is a Falcons focused podcast, Falcons in focus nonetheless, but that Tampa Bay team was was pretty special and I feel like that was a team that a lot of us will probably remember for a very, very long time and a lot of it had to do with the fact that Tom Brady was he went to Tampa and he was like, I'm going to Tampa Tampa to win. Tampa Brady. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna Tampa Bay. I mixed it mixed it up. Good one. <laughs> well, you tried. <laughs> that's not an original joke. I just botched the original joke. <laughs> but so he goes to the, he goes to Tampa Bay and you know says we're going to win a Super Bowl. And um, you're a young player in the league. What did it mean to you that Tom Brady, someone who a lot of us consider to be one of the greatest football players of all time, if not the greatest football player of all time, what did that time mean for you? Not just like 
as a fan of the game, but also as a student of the game to get to work with somebody who knows the game so well. Yeah, it was it was an unbelievable experience. I mean, I remember in that off season after my rookie year when it kind of came out that Tom was coming to Tampa. Yeah. Um, and it was I couldn't believe it. It was someone I'd watched my whole life growing up. You know, every Sunday the Patriots are on, and you get to watch him play, playing all those Super Bowls. Um, and I remember the first time I met him, just being super nervous. We were throwing at Berkeley Prep High School, this this private high school in Tampa. And it was me, Chris Godwin, Cam Brate, and then Tom getting uh-huh. together with, with one another and just being nervous. But then just kind of like the way he was when I first met him, just super down to earth, uh, super humble, and just wanted to get to work. Wanted to get out to the field and start throwing routes. And we threw probably two three times a week that entire off offseason. Um, and I think that year was COVID maybe, or maybe that was the next year. Mm-hmm. But we just had so much time together that off season to get together um, and run routes and kind of build our connection. And um, just great to be able to learn from a legend like that. If anyone has the excuse to like not work very hard, it would be him for winning. He's done right. everything you could possibly do in the sport. Yeah. But yeah, he continued to show up and outwork everybody and just, just prepare um, like he wanted to win the Super Bowl every single day. Did that surprise you? Just like how humble and like down to earth and yeah. workhorse he was? A little bit, yeah. I mean, you just don't know what to expect for a guy like that. Like he's so famous and just done so much in the sport um so you, so you don't know what to expect but um i guess that's what you probably should suspect because expect because no one's going to be that successful right. and you know have continued success unless they have that mindset mm-hmm. that's true too do you have any i don't know was there ever any advice that he gave you that you still to this day you think back on and you're like you you live by it or or you remember um, I think it was more so just like nothing he spe- like specifically said. Mm-hmm. I mean, there like there's a lot of stuff he would talk about, um, but just like I think one thing is doing everything with a purpose, mm-hmm. um, especially like on the football field. Like, why, we're not just gonna be out here to practice just to practice. Like, and we're not just gonna run routes to run routes. Let's do them purposely. Like, if we're gonna run a stop route, let's purposely try to make them believe we're running a go route. Mm-hmm. Put our head down, run as fast as we can, then snap down and stuff like that. Um, and when we're going to have meetings, we're not just going to sit here and meet for 30 minutes just to meet and just to tell everyone, oh, we met for 30 minutes. Look at us. We're going to do it for a purpose and we're going to get better. And we're going to get some out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that probably aligns with your mindset, too, because as we're doing research and every, for all of this stuff and just from talking to you, it's I feel like looking at your history, you have really always had a purpose. And the purpose of, of you was like almost believing in yourself when not a lot of other people did, I think just from looking at your story and you know you you don't get a lot of playing time like early in your high school career in terms of playing football and then you know you go to Bowling Green and then you don't get invited to the scouting combine and then you know you're a six-round pick but then you go and win a Super Bowl and it was like every opportunity that you had you made the most of it Mm -hmm. so for you and this was a quote that I actually found that it you said it but it was it was probably right after the Super Bowl but you're like always being overlooked I always thought I was deserving of more and not getting recognition so that's why everything means so much to me getting that Super Bowl ring every catch every play everything means so much to me because of where I came from what is what does that mean to you uh, I just think it it's been so hard for me to get to where I am today um, just like you said just getting overlooked at every level let me go back to youth there's just been so many different instances where people haven't believed in me and my abilities on the football field um, but always having that belief in myself to come through, to come out, to come out on top, to make the play when it's come my way, um, has kind of 
allowed me to make it as far as I have because I've met so many guys throughout from youth football to high school to college that are so talented that yeah. that don't end up making it um, probably because they they don't have that belief they don't have that confidence when you have people trying to take you down um, so like that quote says every every little thing does mean so much to me whether it's a five-yard catch and you know because as a kid that's all I ever wanted to do is you know make it to the NFL so every every little thing is just I'm appreciative of of it um, and I just want to keep working for more mm -hmm. there's also a quote from your dad that said he failed every eye test at 17 years old I did I'm still failing that eye test today, <laughs> so it's okay. You, Nothing's changed. Yeah, you still have uh, a Super Bowl, which we won't say where this or the Super Bowl <laughs> ring is, but it's still there. You have it somewhere. So in the end, I think it all worked out for you. Um, yeah. Just to wrap everything up. So we do this with every single person on the podcast. It's a rapid fire that sometimes doesn't end up being too rapid because we get to talking, but okay. everybody gets similar five questions right. so are you ready? ready you get to dictate how these ones go okay yeah yeah don't Sweet. worry you don't Perfect. yeah you don't, yeah <laughs> don't worry about it um first question what is your favorite play of your career green bay mm -hmm. touchdown nfc championship <laughs> that. there's one i think one of my one of the one of the best catches i've had was uh against the broncos in denver i caught a deep ball probably my best catch of my career mm. the championship one wasn't super difficult but that would be yeah my favorite for sure yeah i also wanted to ask and this is not a question it's just it just came to me the catch you had the long ball you had um in tampa bay this year with the falcons what did that catch mean to you because yeah i know you get excited but that was probably the most excited that i've i've seen you this season yeah. was, was making that catch for sure that one meant a lot to me that one probably rivals all of them green <laughs> bay probably still has it by a bit but it was the um, nfc championship yeah, <laughs> yeah. rightly to, so to, right to go back so where I played the last four years, uh, I mean, it didn't end exactly how I would have loved it to there. I mean, I signed elsewhere. Um, so to go back and kind of, you know, I felt like maybe they didn't want me there. To go back and kind of make that play on on those guys and everybody over there. Mm. I mean, I still love all those guys, but uh, it definitely, <laughs> definitely meant more. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of passion and energy just came out, and I was just so grateful for that opportunity in that moment. That was like my first – big play of the, of the year right, here yeah. as a Falcon mm -hmm. uh, so it definitely meant a lot to me yeah and y'all got the win so we did which it, which yeah. also was was huge it helped all yes. right Taryn you're next who is your favorite athlete growing up and why LeBron James of course uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a couple but LeBron I mean I watch I do not miss a Laker game Oof. like every single Laker game and it's tough because they play out west they start at like 10 30 <laughs> and they play a lot <laughs> they play a lot 82 games I'm not missing one Wow. Dang, that's, that's dedication. Impressive. Have yeah. you ever seen him play in person? I have. Wow. Uh, in our, when I was in Tampa, they would come to Orlando to play the Magic. Oh, yeah. And Mike Evans is a huge LeBron fan as well, mm -hmm. so he would get, like, a bus mm -hmm. and take all the receivers and put us in a box. It was really cool. Um, so we got to see him, like, two or three times. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Now, Scotty Miller is a brand-new dad. I, I did ask him when we were walking up here. I was like, so how old's the kid now? Like, three, four months? And he was like, seven weeks. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Still Good. fresh out. Fresh, whole young. Out. Yeah, fre fresh out the womb. Um, what <laughs> is the best new dad advice that you got and from whom? That's a good one. Ooh. Uh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. That's tough. Um, trying to <laughs> Don't think here. drop the baby. Yeah. <laughs> like the phone. <laughs> like the phone in the water. <laughs> like Chris Godwin's When he phone. wouldn't say where the ring was, I was like, did you lose that in the water too? <laughs> I sure hope not. I hope it's still where I think where I'm imagining it <laughs> He's is. not sure where it is. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll find that after the season. Bust it. Hopefully, have another one. <laughs> I bet um, if we ask his wife, she'll know exactly where it is. Yeah, she sure will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's probably wearing it right now. <laughs> uh, best dad. If, I mean, I just, uh, I'm trying to think of people like a lot of my buddies in Tampa. Blaine Gabbert just had a kid. Mm. And I think he said just cherish like the moments when you you come home from work. Yeah. And you get to see your kid and stuff like that, and and hug them and just hang out with them. So mm-hmm. that's good. All right, Taryn. Sweet. What TV show or movie would you recommend right now? Yeah, oh, anything you're particularly binging that you think the viewers and or listeners would enjoy. Mm, and a couple embarrassing Vanderpump Rules. Is, yes, oh this gosh. is the first time that we've had to admit it. More my wife. Well, she would probably tell the truth, and it's usually me turning it on. But nice. Um, <laughs> so, uh, your thoughts on Scandal? Just kidding. We won't. We won't <laughs> delve into that. I'm sure. Every listener of the Falcons and Focus podcast, like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no. yeah. we'll talk when we when we wrap. We'll talk. We'll yeah. talk Scandal. <laughs> okay, so Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I love it. Okay, last one. If you could have a superpower, what superpower would you want and why? I go super speed. Okay, uh, but don't you already have that? <laughs> close. Hey. Close. Not, not quite. One of my favorite movies also is Incredibles and Dash when mm. he's running around. Yeah. Running away from the bad guys, mm-hmm. running on water. People yeah, underestimate cool. him too. Yeah, do. little dad. He gets, oh it, he gets it done every time. Oh, that's great. I think that's a great note to end on. So, you guys, thank you so much, Scotty. Yep. For Can we call him Scooter? Thank you guys. Oh yeah, nickname Scooter. Yep. Who calls you Scooter still? Uh, not many people do. I brought, here. That, I brought that out of the book. They used to call me that back in Tampa. <laughs> I hit it after I scored. I, I you did hit the Scooter. I don't know if anyone knew what I was doing, but that's what I was doing. Yes. Okay. Now y'all know. Now you'll, you'll have to bring it back. He's like, yeah. shoot, I didn't want to. Yeah, he's like, dang <laughs> it. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. You guys, you can check out the Falcons in Focus podcast and any other thing we got going on, any other podcast we got, um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Pod, check us out. Leave us a five-star rating and review. This is brought to you by Ticketmaster. I'm Tori, that's Taryn, that's Scotty. We'll see you all next time. Thanks.